If you enjoy the show, share it with a friend. You can find us at facebook.com slash show, and you can visit our new home on the web at www.tracktune.com slash slipangle. You can also leave us reviews and ratings in the iTunes store. I'm Austin Cabot. I'm Adam Jabay. And tonight, uh, who, with us? Who, who, who are we joined by? International racing star. Yeah, cover model now. Yeah. Tom Gorman. Yeah. Uh, welcome back to the show, Tom. Cover model? What's the cover model? You didn't, you didn't see that? Me. How are you guys doing? The cover model just came out today, man. What's, oh, what's <laughs> what on what? Uh, yeah, yeah. You want to tell us, Tom? On, uh, yeah, so today, I don't know when this will go up but today was uh is the day the sports car magazine cover came out and they uh if they slapped my face on the cover unfortunately for everybody's counters and now uh so it's just like a, a little documentary story of uh of my uh of my history in motor sports and kind of where i'm going and oh no it's breaking up a little bit and uh it's it's really cool oh, so i'm man, watching a social man, media story. what's that it's breaking up a little bit yeah, let's uh, let's all uh, count to ten, and then we'll see. Uh, we'll see if we're. How does it sound now, buddy? Is it good? Sounds okay. Yeah. You still there, I'm, Tom? Uh, I'm on a phone. I'm on a phone, so I sound terrible, and because I'm at work still. And then Tom is. We Tom. We sent a mic with Tom last time we saw him, so he might sound a little better. I think you're still there, right, Tom? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, awesome. Yeah, and now you are an international racing driver, right? Because you just got back from Canada. Yeah, I raced in Canada. Yeah, uh, and holy crap. Mosport is cool. It's like I didn't I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> it's amazing. So what I mean, it looked it looks beautiful. I've never been up there. Um I mean, did you have any it, issues or anything like taking a race car over the border? Did they stop you and and you know, frisk you or anything? Uh we weren't sure what to expect, but they World Challenge sent us a whole packet of documents full of stuff of you know here's here's what to do to get ready for it and if you have a 53 foot hauler you do this and if you've got a motorhome with a trailer you do that so it was a lot easier for us since we just have a motorhome and an open trailer so there were a couple of faced questions at the border at the uh you know at the um the crossing gate and they uh they feel you out a little bit and they they sent us on our way pretty easily but (laughs) it's up in a beautiful area it's out in the out in the countryside kind of east of toronto and um it's in like these big rolling hills. Um, and the biggest thing outside of just like how fast and how, how ballsy the track is, was the fans there. They freaking love their racing and they come out, it was Victoria day. Um, so it was a huge holiday weekend and they came out and it was literally lined from start to finish both sides with campers all the way around. As soon as the racing was done, they were on the track, walking the track. There were kids playing hockey on the track. They had speakers blaring. Uh, it was like a full on party and it was, it was super cool to see. So it was a really cool, really cool trip. Yeah. It's gotta be pretty awesome. So now you were, you were running your old car, right? Correct. I yeah. ran the old car one more time. Um, we decided. That's to, what you said last uh, time. The, you said one more time. <laughs> I, 
I know, I know, I know. I'm like a broken record. Um, yeah, so we uh, we decided to get the uh, the red car, the 2015 Honda Fit, qualified for the runoffs before uh, I raced it in World Challenge. Um, so David Dottery is driving the car for the runoffs this year. He's already won uh, two races in majors. Uh, he's going to do Mid-Ohio this coming weekend and then Road America for the sprints in a couple weekends. Uh, and then I finally get to drive it at Road America um, at the end of uh, at the end of June. So it's been like the awesome. biggest buildup. <laughs> nice. The, the car, uh, car, the car has been pretty solid so far. Yeah. Yeah. David was, uh, with, was thrilled with it the first time out. Um, he just, he basically had awesome. a, a couple of, uh, a couple of tweaks to make and he was really happy with it. Um, he had one, one real solid competitor to run with, um, John Phillips from Texas, who's got a Toyota Yaris, uh, which is not a common B-spec car, but it's a good B-spec car. And um, so David Rent was running with him, and he said, yeah, this car's good. You're going to like it. Excellent. The uh, What was the other race that you guys ran uh, first? I forget what track that was at. Coda, since we talked? Uh, well, I ran I ran Coda and Sport. now. Um, David ran yeah. Um, yeah. Gateway. Yeah, because yeah, we had was. you on been, a little uh, after I mean, Coda. You, you've... Yeah, you've raced. Yeah, you've raced twice since we talked to you last. It was Coda and then uh, Mosport, both in, both times in your old car. I think we um, no, we talked to him after Coda. Did we? Yep. Yep. Briefly. Come on, man. Yeah, it was only like a, a little quick, little ten minute, <laughs> ten minute like catch up show. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get tons of yeah, shit for uh, that one. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. It only felt like one thing because it was all packed into the same podcast. That was like last. Coda was like feels like last year now. Feels so long yeah, it was ago. So long ago. So, but it looked like you've been doing a little bit of autocrossing and stuff, didn't I? See you were in an Evo and something recently. Yeah, this that car was cool. So I got um, it's owned by Mike Browson from um, up in the Milwaukee area, um, and it's an F prepared Evo Eight, I think. And um, so it's the same class as the uh, Porsche 914-6 that I won my championship in, actually, which was pretty cool. And I got to those compete against up. each other. Yeah, believe it or not, that yeah. seems like such a um, weird match. Yeah, yeah so, so I different. got to go heads up with uh, with that car and Dave Montgomery driving it. We were actually lined up at the Pro Solo together, which was really cool. cool. So, um, but I have to tell you about the way you launched this car because it's insane, and I wish I could visualize it, but I'll have to do with the which is the audio, but. Uh, Mike installed this this actuator on the clutch with that you control with a button on the steering wheel and you hold the button down um, and as when you hold the button down and you let your foot off the clutch it slips the clutch the exact same rate every single time so with a 550 horsepower Evo or however much it makes you you know that even clutch slip every time is like perfect for a pro solo so you basically bump into the lights uh, you set the e-brake as hard as you can with your right hand you have your left foot on the clutch at about the two uh, on the shot clock, you put your right foot down and set the car up on the two step. Then you slip the clutch just slightly enough to bump into um, to, to preload the diffs. Uh, and then you put your hand on the <laughs> left hand on the button. So you've got e-brake, clutch, gas and the button. And when the lights go green, you dump the e-brake and the clutch. You hold the button and 550 horsepower launches you back in the seat. <laughs> You've got to hold the button until the clutch is all the way out. Then you let go of the button and shift to second and finish the course. And Jeez. It's, oh my gosh. it's as exhausting as it sounds. I was kind of, I was hoping you'd make some, you know, some sound effects, but oh well. <laughs> it, 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 it goes like a vroom, pop, pop, vroom, pop, pop. 
It's that's pretty close. Only well, there's only the pops when you met it, when you get it wrong. But oh, that's so rad. That's man. pretty nuts. horsepower all wheel drive. That's gonna hit hard too. Oh yeah, especially so we on that's on Hoosiers 1. too, right? 6. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were doing 1. <laughs> 6 to sixty feet. Yeah, that's uh, that's like drag times uh, for a lot mm-hmm. of cars on on Hoosiers, and Hoosiers don't actually hook that well. No, and get that's, this. So we had we were lined up against Dave in the nine fourteen six. That car's doing one sevens to sixty feet. So we're only about a tenth faster in this Evo than than the nine fourteen. That gives you an idea man. of what kind of car that is. Are you guys running A oh. sevens on that thing? Uh, no, we run an R twenty five or R seventy five A. Okay, okay. So it's a slick. Okay. Yeah, not a non dot slick then. Correct. Man, that's man. Uh, that's wild, man. That <laughs> sounds so complicated. It's like patting your head and rubbing your belly, and uh, and then getting pushed backwards with 550 horsepower <laughs> trying to hold on. The two different kinds of racing you do, they're about as different as they can get. That's that's so. Yeah, he's racing like the fastest autocross car ever. Yeah, and, and the, the slowest, slowest road course car. car. <laughs> <laughs> that's like going from Formula One to like go karts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's so rad. Actually, go-karts are still pretty nuts, though. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that, that <laughs> was a bad one. That was a bad one. Formula One to drift trikes. Like, yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Your old B-Spec car is doing pretty well. How, uh, how overall you did okay points-wise at MoSport. Uh, you want to tell us about that race? Yeah, yeah. So I, I came home with two second places again. So I'm four, four second places in a row now, kind of like always the bridesmaid. But um, as far as points go, I'm happy with that. So um, the the first race was one of the best races I've ever had as far as competition with with the with the other drivers. We were the, the top three of us were, were super, t- super close. Um, we had a couple lead changes on the last couple laps. Um, I ended up actually between two teammates. Uh, and they somehow swapped positions around me on the last lap, and I stayed in the middle. So I held second place there. And then the uh, the second race on the weekend was a little tougher because those two got away from me a little bit. So I was kind of stuck with the with the um, the next group of cars, um, which actually one of them was uh, I think your buddy Patrick Wilmot, right, Austin? You yeah, know him? yeah. He ended up what fifth, I think. Yeah, I think fifth or fourth. Yeah. Um, so I was with him and a couple of the Sonics and one of the Mazda 2s that were we were kind of in the second pack. And uh, I had to fight tooth and nail for that one because uh, up that back straight, the, the fit, my fit was fast from turn eight across the front straight back to the back straight. But up the back straight, which TV does that no justice, video games do that no justice, it is hugely uphill. And I had no idea until I got there how much uphill it is. So is the car uh, like and- decelerating? Yeah, it was it was pretty pathetic. It was just like <laughs> uh, hanging on for dear life. And basically, the only reason that I that I held on to second place was because the current I was running in third most of the race. Uh, the second place driver crashed out and caused a full course caution that made it so that the other guys who were right behind me didn't have the opportunity to go around me. They were basically waiting to pass me until the last yeah. lap, and uh, they didn't get the chance to because one of the drivers crashed. And I so I inherited second place, uh, and we finished under caution. So. It's not not as best to finish uh, as the first race, but I'll take the second yeah. place. But well, this sure. is still yeah. in an old yeah. car too. That's what yeah. that's what amazes me the most. Yeah, you're the underdog of cars in the class for sure because it's sure. the oldest sure. one. Um, yeah, that's really solid finish, man. Very cool. I was I was watching it on the live stream on my phone, and I was building a, uh, a giant countertop for an office, and uh, you were having more fun than I was. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it looked really. It looked like uh, it, they did a really good job with the live streaming too. It uh, super professional. Um, yeah, World they do Challenge. because the way they do the, the the broadcasting for World Challenge is they do the the TV call live during yeah. the race. So they you'll hear them on the on the live streams. They'll come and go from like TV mode. Uh, so yeah. you'll hear them d- go to a commercial break, and then they'll keep talking as as they're online, and then they'll come back from a quote unquote commercial break, and then they just dub the sound in to the to the CBS Sports broadcast. So what you end up with is a really really nice quality live stream because they're basically yeah. recording the TV show for the live stream. So it's it's yeah, it was it's, I was really impressed. I was the I watched the one at Coda I think on the phone too at work, and uh, this one was even better. The camera angles were great. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, really, really cool looking track. Definitely, yeah. If I mean, I can. That was one track that I wasn't necessarily thinking like, "Ooh, it's going to be a billboard track when I get there," and it was. It blew me away. Um, That's awesome. So I would definitely add it to the bucket list if you uh, of tracks if you got one. So what's next? Yeah. Uh, Road America, right? Road America. Yep, June twenty three, twenty four. We're actually there with IndyCar. Um, so oh, nice. we actually race on Thursday, Friday, <laughs> because. Uh, Someone's got to be at the bottom of the totem pole when you're, when you're racing, right? So the touring cars, uh, unfortunately, kind of drew that spot. So we're done Thursday, Friday. Um, World Challenge continues to race through Sunday with the GT classes. And then IndyCar and all the IndyCar support series are there as well. So it's going to be a crazy Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I wonder yeah. how the, uh, the B-Spec cars are going to do going up the hill on the front straight. <laughs> It'll be quite interesting. It looks interesting. like you get enough of a run off. I mean, most of that track is flat out. It's yeah. like four miles yeah. long, and, yeah. but the laps are almost 30 seconds a lap. And I actually, last year I went up and I shadowed Shea Racing um, to kind of see how the series works at Road America. Um, and they were, the touring cars are almost 30 seconds a lap faster than the TCB cars. Oh, wow. So it's <laughs> a little scary looking. They're like almost 40 mile an hour closing speeds on the straights and stuff. So you'll so get lapped a couple times it. during the race. What's that? So the the TCB cars will get lapped a couple times during the race. Uh, yeah, yeah, a couple. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think maybe I'll maybe I'll run up there one night and we'll uh, record a show at the track and see how see how things are going. That'd be awesome. Um, that yeah, I I, I want to see that. I, I yeah. probably can't take a day off of work, but maybe I can take a half day. Yeah. I that would be a wild track to see such disparity of speed at too. You got to hammer mm-hmm. out the floorboard and the fit so you can get a little bit more throttle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> or I'll just drill a hole right through it, or like cut it, cut it out, and I'll just run along Flintstone yeah, style. Yeah, there you go. Uh, every every little bit would count. You could probably get that foot going fast enough. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Or you yeah. could have it. You could have it to where when you get to a certain speed, the you know the diamond plate floorboard just like flies out from underneath the car. Perfect. Yeah, danger to man. There you go. Yeah, yeah, it'd be perfect. Mm-hmm. How uh, how do you like running uh, World Challenge this year compared to your shorter season last year? Do you you, uh, you have anything that you've learned from uh, from having more time with the series? Or um, yeah, I mean, yeah, last year I really I came in and I basically told them up front like, hey, I don't know what I'm doing, so help me. And uh, and they were they're I mean they're super helpful. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it really was that. And uh, so this and, and because I only raced two races and I, I came in late and 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 whatever else, even though I was I, I had some successful races, I didn't necessarily feel like a part of the uh, the series, or the, a part of the a part of the um, 
you know, the championship or anything like that. So, so one of the big things this year is I really feel like I'm part of the community when I'm at the track because I, I started the season with everybody and now we're seeing the same people at the races. Um, obviously yeah. it was a little tough, like having two months off between Coda and Mosport. And now, um, they actually moved our race from mid Ohio to Lime Rock. So, um, some of the teams have already raced three times, uh, and then they gave us the option to either race three times or we're going to race uh, for double points at Laguna Seca at the end of the year. So that's okay. what I chose to do. Um, so I'm actually only going to race five weekends for the year and I'll score double there. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. But it definitely feels like I'm, I'm much more plugged in. Um, and, I, you know, I'm one of the storylines this year rather than I, I felt like at that point, especially at Laguna, where it was the championship weekend for everybody else. It was like, you know, don't mess up anybody else's weekend. Right. Because I'm just the one off guy. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So. I mean, when you get in the car, that kind of goes away a little bit because you still want to do well and you can, you still want to win, right? But it it's different this year, like you said for sure. Yeah, that's good to hear. The uh, you've got some re- rewards weight uh, for most sport too. You were seventy five pounds, I think, heavy. Or ooh, congratulations! Uh, I know. I forget so this. <laughs> I've got all the second place finishes. Never, never, never won a race, and I have the highest rewards weight of everybody in the class. So oh, I'm geez. actually at a, and the oldest at, car. Uh-huh. So, so is I'm that going to carry over with? to the new car yeah the weight man so i'm uh i'm plus four percent of my minimum weight which is the highest of everybody which is uh my car is also one of the heaviest cars based on minimum weight so i'm at like plus 103 you need to start sandbagging until you get to laguna (laughs) seca yeah well eventually it'll even out and it'll start coming back down is what i'm hoping but i'm just going to keep plugging away yeah that's uh, that's how does that rewards weight system work? Is it based on points, or it, do they just kind of pick and choose and judge how people are doing, or how many no, points do you get, or how many pounds do you get for being on the cover? It's got to be worth a couple extra pounds. I, don't know. I just shh, don't mention it. They don't, maybe they won't notice. <laughs> um, they uh, it goes up and down based on podium finishes. So it's uh, plus one point five percent of your minimum weight for a win, one percent for second, and 05 for third. And then it goes okay. down one percent every time you're off the podium. Um, okay. So it's it it's, it doesn't necessarily reflect points very well because I came away from Coda with second place in points, but the highest rewards weight, like percentage. Yeah. So because it's, you were uh, on the podium. Yeah. Well, right, and it does. So it doesn't reflect the points very yep. well, but it does. Uh, yeah, it's it's all based on podium finishes. Okay. Interesting. But, uh, yeah, rewards weight isn't a thing you deal with in club racing and. I really don't know anything about it. That's any last minute changes to the car that, uh, you know, you hear about when you get to the track. Uh, no outside of, we brought, um, I don't know. You guys probably know him. Blake Meredith from Atlanta. Yeah. 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 One of, so one of my um, favorite guys ever. I love it. <laughs> we brought, well, so my, one of my good friends, you guys know Renee as well. Renee decided to, um, basically take pity on me this year and use all of her work vacation to come to all my races and crew chief for me. Um, and part of that is now she's twisting people's arms into coming to the races and crewing. Um, so she, she talked Blake into it to come up to Canada. Um, we have Mike Taylor coming to road America. Oh, Um, nice. We were, we were trying to talk, uh, Adam here into it, but he's got some sort of like real job, I think. Yeah, my uh, life is just a little hairy. I apologize. I really, <laughs> really wanted to. I, I'm definitely going to make one of the days at Road America, especially yeah, if Mike's no, gone. I love Mike. <laughs> That'd be great. No, we ask a lot. So, uh, but yeah, so it was really cool to have him. So he basically came in and, and like did a once over over the car, which 
kind of happens with me doing it, but I don't necessarily know. Did he, did he find that. anything wrong? Um, I'm, he found plenty that was not ideal. Um, <laughs> lots of kind of just like nut and bolting type stuff. And um, yeah. we worked a lot on the arrow because my car is still pretty beat up, which you guys saw at the Great Lakes Racing Expo. So we tried to straighten it out as much as we could for the straights at Road America or at, uh, at uh, Mosport. Um, but it was, yeah, he, he, between he and Renee, the car was as good as it was better than it's ever been. And we were way more prepared than we ever have been. Um, it was kind of like we actually knew what we were doing and we're a real race effort for the first time. (laughs) Blake used to work for OPM, which is a big spec Miata company that rents and stuff. And, uh, and then obviously Renee's raced a bunch. So you're in pretty good hands there, even with just Renee, I would imagine. Yep, I knew what I was in for when I showed up. We did a little uh, – Andy Hollis was my crew guy at Texas and uh, talked to him with Renee on the phone once. And uh, as soon as we sat down, Renee and I were together and she whips out a folder and she's got all the World Challenge rules, all the B-Spec rules, all these forms and papers. And uh, she had taken notes on things, highlighted things, like posted things. And she had all the questions already laid out for Andy of what she needed to talk about. And I was like, uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> now I know what I'm in for because, uh, I kind of felt a little crappy about my efforts up to, up to that point. I'm like, Oh, she's, she's on a whole nother level, but it brought us, like I said, to, to a whole nother level. We were, we were, uh, we were all set. Oh, you still there? Still there, Adam? Yeah. Sorry. I had you on mute. I started talking. I'm driving the truck back and I got a loud truck. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, Andy, uh, Andy seems pretty impressed with, he keeps calling you the real deal and, uh, and Andy's kind of the real deal himself. <laughs> so that's, yeah, uh, that's that, pretty it, rad. It means a lot coming from him. That's for sure. And he was, he's super helpful at, at Canada or at, uh, Texas. And he's going to actually come to Miller and Laguna, I think. Oh, so cool. excellent. between, between the, all five races, we've got the crew covered with, you know, plugging people in in different places. So, yeah, that's awesome. Um, the, uh, yeah, the Hollis just had an interesting, uh, an interesting one lap, one, one lap <laughs> yeah. with a McLaren. They just bought, you know, last minute. <laughs> Can you believe that? Did they it's buy so, it? Yeah, he bought it like last minute. I didn't know they and, bought uh, it. Yeah, just you know, the Miata had issues and he had motor problems. He scattered a motor on that. He's, he built a K Miata and uh, scattered a motor and then he bought a McLaren. <laughs> so I'll, I'll throw him under the bus just a little bit because he didn't get that thing quite as last minute as he let on. <laughs> yeah, he had it yeah, for he, a while and kept it, I mean, maybe like three months tops. Yeah. And he, he kept it a secret from everybody. He wouldn't even tell me what it was. The K Miata was the yeah. diversion. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was texting him uh, beforehand, and he wouldn't. He wouldn't. You know, he texted me about Camiana stuff from time to time, and he just wouldn't tell anybody what it was. Nope. <laughs> so, yeah, I think the first people that knew were on the forum that we don't talk about, and uh, uh, he just put a random picture up of it, and people, <laughs> people were kind of blown away because he yeah. he wanted to make a bit of a splash. So when he was a bit of a splash. when he was towing that thing through Nashville, like a couple days before the event, I got a text from one of my friends. Uh, with a picture of it and my friend was like what is this like didn't even know what the car was so and I I didn't realize like yeah and I was like oh that's weird like my buddy posted the same picture on Facebook and then I'm going and it's not it's like Andy taking a picture of the rig like parked in a parking lot with the car (laughs) on it I'm like oh sweet yeah he had and he was having problems with it I think um like they they were it was having like some kind of fault and it would overboost a little bit and then go into limp mode yeah, and uh, 
and then he had he had a code reader in the car and when it would go into limp mode he would just clear the code like in the track as he's racing <laughs> like live which <laughs> is that's nuts. like the the track equivalent of you know of Paul Walker being like, shut up, and like slamming the laptop shut. It's, yeah, it's the one lap. And Andy punches the dash on his McLaren. And, and shut up! Some more. <laughs> yeah, interesting dude. I'm glad he's coming to Laguna with you. That's cool. Yep. You're yeah, I might have to, to take a little travel? stroll up to Laguna. Yeah, you're gonna, you might be out there by then. Yeah, hopefully. That's the plan. Sweet. What's going on out there? Are you moving or what? Yeah, we're moving to L.A. Oh, Nice. Still haven't found a job, but we're moving. There you go. You're working. You're working on. You're working all the angles. Right? I'm working on it. I am all the slip angles. <laughs> all the slip angles. Yeah. Angles. Well. So. <laughs> Track tuned. There you slip go. Slip angle. Slip angle. Slip tuned. Track angle. Um, I, I heard tomorrow you're having a uh, a viewing party for the CBS Sports uh, broadcast. Then, Tom. Yeah, so it'll be I don't I mean I don't know when this will go up, but it'll probably be already on TV at that point, but we're doing a, a big viewing party. Well, it's going to turn into a big viewing party is what it seems like cuz we we kind of put it out on Facebook it's just a little local bar and uh and they agreed to put it on TV for us. So uh, uh we're going to play the live stream. The way World Challenge does it is they always broadcast the second race, which as I already said wasn't necessarily my best race i probably won't be on tv much for that one but if they were broadcasting the first race i would be quite a bit um so we're playing the we're going to play the live stream which is already up online for uh for everybody and then we're going to watch the tv uh broadcast of it so but it'll still be on I, they play it on motortrendondemand.com and then they put it up on worldchallengetv.com so anybody can go and watch it after after it's on tv that sounds like a fun evening i uh uh, I, I wish I could do. I wish I could be in Cincinnati tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be it'll be fun. It's it's a little surreal still to be like talk, you, to see a race that you know yeah. uh, about yeah, and that you were in and to on on a TV broadcast. It's a little weird still. Uh, how's uh, how's that day job of yours where you travel the country and teach people about racetracks? Yeah, it's. Uh, we've been uh, trying to catch cool, up with actually. you for like the past week and a half. What's that? Yeah. We've been trying to catch up with you for the past week and a half, but you've just yeah. been too busy. Oh, sorry. I'm in Indianapolis. Um, I'm going to fly in and be in Blackhawk for like two hours, and then it'll be midnight, and maybe we'll do a show in Chicago. Now i got to fly to Lime Rock and then go to Indy <laughs> for the Indy 500 where Honda has my car on display. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah last how, how, oh, and by the way, I'm on the cover of this magazine next week. Oh yeah, the SECA has me on the cover of their publication that uh, Adam hasn't gotten yet, so he didn't know about it. <laughs> yeah, that'll probably show up at my house tomorrow, right after That's, I talk. To I you. haven't, I haven't yeah. seen it in person yet, and I also haven't read the article yet, so it could be, it could be anything in maybe, there. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's a, uh, maybe it's a fluff piece, but maybe they just call you a jerk and stuff. Maybe, maybe. yeah, it, it's, it it's just happen. graffitied inside. They could just call you an overpaid uh, lackey, and they, you know, they're, they're sick of paying you, and you're not doing a good job. And maybe, maybe you're getting fired in the magazine. You don't even know it. You know what? I have there. Have I told you about Hayward's policy for for firing me? No, no. That I get fired every time I don't win. <laughs> so you've so been fired, fired four times now. I can only seem to finish second place this year, so I've been fired <laughs> so many times. It's not good. That's, that's a terrible. lot of that's a lot of paperwork, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, HR probably just hates seeing these Tom Gorman pink slips coming across the desk. Well, like, God, if he could just win every once in a while, it would save us a whole lot of headache. Uh, <laughs> Tell Hayward this is six hours of work every time. <laughs> yeah, so you're having fun with the with the track night schedule? 
Yeah, yeah, especially last week was super cool. We did the first um, track pass event uh, with yeah. Pirelli World Challenge. So it was basically World Challenge, one of World Challenge's load-in days at Lime Rock. So we used it to um, to do a track night. And we, instead of a track night, we called it track pass because it was from noon to six. So track night didn't really make sense. But um, we got about 60 people. Um, we got a couple World Challenge drivers to walk the track with them in the morning at like 10 a.m., um, so we had Brian Heitkotter, and then we had two of the GT Cup drivers, um, Alec Udell and Sloan Yuri, who are like the top two in that class. And uh, they walked the track with the groups, and then we started at noon. Everybody got four 20-minute sessions, um, and by the end of the day, it was with a combination of the amount of track time they got and the amount of quality track time they got, everybody was like beat. So it was awesome. It was like, yep, welcome to, welcome to track days. You're going to love this. Um, and then they got to come back. Uh, they got tickets to the race weekend for uh, the whole time, and then they got to come back on Friday night and get a paddock tour. Uh, and we stopped by a couple teams, and they got to talk about the cars and see the cars up close and stuff. So it was it was a super cool event to do um, and, and introduce new enthusiasts at, to kind of one of the top levels of road racing. Um, and then we're, and we're hoping to, to kind of start to make that a thing if we if we can. Um, obviously world challenge has loading days at every, every event they do. And it would be, it would be awesome to see that come to come to be where we're doing a track night on every load in day. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Um, especially since you're already going to be at some of those. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and it, the other yeah. thing is it really helps with, with, you know, the track night price point is, is staying affordable. So we can't always yeah. get, uh, Laguna Seca or Road America. Right. But if, but if it's already if we're there in conjunction with somebody, yeah. uh, it becomes a lot more realistic. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they could run some bucket list tracks instead of just uh, club circuits uh, at exactly. night. You know, that's yeah. that's really cool. Yep. What, Gingerman's um, not on your bucket list, man? <laughs> uh, it's still it's still like my favorite place to be. I just love that dumb track. <laughs> this will be this will be my first time there. Yeah, I, yeah, you're coming out. To, uh, you told us before this that you might have the day free or the weekend free and come out to Grid Life. So, yep. You gonna bring? Yeah, you we, gonna bring the fit? You gonna bring the Miata? Uh, what do you want? Whichever one you want to bring, man. We'll, we'll get you out there. Out. Maybe I'll put yeah, a passenger I'll, seat in the fit. I'll put you in something if you if you know if you show up with no car. I'll put you in something, but uh, yeah, you should oh, probably bring a car. I thought you said I'll put you in stump then, and I thought that was the nickname. If of you your car. if you bring a stock right. Miata seat, we can probably get you in the K Miata. Yeah, you Who's need to K put Miata? a set. The, 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 the original K Miata. The original K Miata. Oh, yeah. I know nothing about it. Tell me more. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, David Calzada is a good buddy of ours. Austin and I were actually kind of like the people that uh, kind of helped Help. David make K Miata <laughs> yeah. a thing because Austin lent the car and I lent my lower back and a welder. <laughs> and, uh, but you give your lower my- back away for free sometimes. Always, <laughs> and my shop for my shop for six months. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the but the came out of David's a Chicago local. He instructs and he runs Time Attack with Gridlife, so um, oh, cool. yeah, he'll, he'll he'll be there. And his is about the most sorted one out there. It's seen it's probably seen fifty or seventy five track days by yeah. now. But, but David's um, really tall, so I haven't been yeah. able to drive the car because I can't reach the pedals and the seats mounted yeah, on the got, floor. He's got, he's got fixed ultra shields and yeah, you'd be dangling like a little kid on a stool at the breakfast bar. <laughs> but if you, if you bring a stock seat, a stock NB yeah. seat that we can bolt in, um, I don't know if you up. yeah, uh, either that or I'll take you around. You can sit on my lap and, uh, then you'll be able to reach the pedals. Probably. There you go. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, you guys a lot of people seen, there. 
Have you guys ever seen the um, like the GT Light minis at like SUCA club races? No, yeah, I have. Like uh, not up close. What's a crazy one out of uh, the the shop? He's been around forever. Uh, Huffaker. Oh yeah, the Huffaker Engineering. Like he, there's a there's a cutaway shot where basically he's sitting on the rear tires almost. Yeah, exactly. And, That's wow. what I was gonna say. They're, they're, yeah, it's like if a, you look in, you see the window net, and there's nothing there, and then everybody's in, like all the drivers are in the back seats of those cars. It's the yeah. craziest thing. The Huffaker one's like one of the most winning SCCA cars ever. I think. Um, yeah. It's got a ton of championships and it wins like every race it shows up at. I mean, how many years has that thing been campaigned? Forever, yeah, forever. yeah and it's a rear wheel, rear wheel drive too. Um, so it's not even front wheel drive. That's it's like the cool. tiniest rear wheel drive. What what uh, motors it have in it? I think it has to have a mini motor, but I don't know. Yeah, really? I, don't, I don't know too much about the G, the GTL category. Hmm. Is that that's GTL, right? GT Light. Yeah, and I know that it's black, and he sits in the back seat. I yeah, mean, he, he, his head's like in the back glass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's got like a periscope. Then, he's driving it with. And it's super wide body too, so it's like a square car if viewed from above. <laughs> it's yeah. got crazy flares and uh, the GTL CRXs. There's a bunch of them out there, like rear wheel drive CRXs, and uh, that's what uh, I, I need. Think, yeah, there, there's uh, there's a few of those, but everybody kind of got the rear wheel drive conversion stuff from Huffaker. Huffaker Engineering did the first one, I think. So, but yeah, that family has a lot of championships. Yeah, that's, that's pretty crazy. Cool. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, the the car I think came out again for runoffs a couple of years ago, um, and he he was back like for the first time like ten or ten years or something like that. But yeah, really cool car. Yeah, yeah the, definitely uh, have to check that out. Yeah, yeah the, the there's an article in Sports Car about it a while back. I forget. I think probably a year ago, right before runoffs, maybe. I think he yeah he think he was on the cover of that one, so it should be easy to find. That's right. Yeah, he was on the, on the cover. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and now you're on the cover. Weird. Weird. So famous. And Brian so Heikotter was on the cover. <laughs> What's that? Brian Heikotter was on the cover back in the day. Well, not back in the right. day, like a year, year or two ago. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, not too, not too long ago. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it, the uh, the sports car magazine, it, it's actually a pretty good little magazine. Some guys don't. Some guys just think it's all, uh, you know, coverage and fluff pieces. But they do some great features. So mm-hmm. I heard I heard they got a really good one. But it, it uh, it's it's some douchey little uh, PWC driver or whatever uh, coming <laughs> out. So oh, the, the guy with the hair and the sunglasses. Yeah, I don't, be, know what yeah good, uh, I don't know what his deal is. Be good toilet paper one for the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. It, it, the stuff is when you rip the pages out, it's just not absorbent though. They're way too glossy. Oh really? That's really runny. It's, I don't yeah, like yeah, it. Way too glossy to wipe your ass. With. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, I'm looking forward to that one coming out. That's gonna be cool. We'll, uh, yeah, that, that'll yeah. be one that I'll have to actually. Save. If, if hey, Tom's if Tom is at Grid Life with us too, we can have him on the show there when we're just doing our party podcast. Think of the Dude. selfies that we can take. Oh Everybody my god! So tired of me. We can just yeah, live. We can live stream that whole thing. Perfect. Yeah, let's do it, man. We, uh, we're, I think we're monopolizing the third floor in the evening of the tower for podcasts. All right, let's so. do it, dude. That's where the AC is. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be sweet. And it, dude, it's not going to get dark until what, like ten o'clock? Yeah, up there. Oh, it probably gets dark about nine nine thirty or so. We'll be able. We'll be able to like see the music. Yeah, end of the summer, maybe ten, but yeah, it'll be well into the nine. Yeah, so. it's going to be awesome. Yeah, you got to come, Tom. If um, yeah, just uh, remind me to put you on my on my list, and I'll make you I'll make you earn your entry fee. Actually, oh, the list. Yeah, the list. Yeah, I got it covered. <laughs> I'm at my computer right now. 
Oh, good. Yes. That way we don't forget. That way yeah, Tom's right. not like showing up at the gate, like, oh, uh, guys, I yeah. can't, I can't get in. Yeah, the, <laughs> I I always forget to put Tall Kyle on the list, and he he always shows up to help me do something, and then I'll do that now. He, he ends, and then he ends up having to pay because I didn't respond <laughs> to my text fast enough. <laughs> but, but the so question is, what do you put Tall Kyle on the list as? Do you put him on as Tall Kyle? No, his spelling his last name like you, you Bronto, need to, Brontosaurus. Yeah, Brontosaurus is the closest <laughs> word to his last name, so. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know how to spell that. So you I'm might as well just write tall Kyle, yeah. Yeah, tall Kyle. Is he a guy named Kyle that's really tall? Yeah, that's like probably him. His name kind of yeah, sounds yeah. like that. We uh, Did we talk about his new acquisition, uh, Austin? Uh, oh, no, we haven't. Nobody on the show yeah. knows about it. Yeah. Okay, we'll have him on a good life. We'll have him talk about it. I mean, we can talk about it a little bit. We can we can hype it up a little bit. Yeah, enlighten he, everybody. Well, he was... He was talking about on the show talking about buying a R32 Skyline, and oh. and his uh, his bank account and his better judgment have kept him from doing it forever. But he finally bit the bullet and bought one. <laughs> so, yeah, he uh, he's really enjoying it. It's quite awesome. Um, and I've never driven a car and fell in love with it so fast. And it's all stock uh, except for I think it has teen suspension on it. But what an awesome car! They're way smaller than I thought they'd be too. Really. But, yeah, they hit the they, the power hits really hard. Like they're, they they run like twelves from the factory back in the late eighties, early nineties. But wow, with good, it's got brand new rivals on it and uh, just exhaust and, and suspension, and it feels like an eleven second car. They're so quick. It just it's a really interesting car to drive. It just I don't know. I, it felt it felt way more special like when I drove it than I thought it would. Like I really really liked it. Huh. But do you yeah, buy one now? Good life. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a good driver. It's you know probably like eight out of ten on the body scale. He's gonna probably fix it up and do. Is some that his daily now? Uh, we still got the truck. He kept the truck. And he oh, I thought the, the I thought I saw someone using the truck to tow his old Civic. Uh, that was him. Yeah, he sold the Civic. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he's probably gonna keep the truck. Truck's paid off. Now, okay. So. But yeah, R thirty two Skylines are really neat. They're really really neat. I I wish I could not play with race cars and i could own one man why don't you just <laughs> buy an r32 race car from japan it, it is yeah, yeah. One, of, one of the old calsonic race cars oh i would love to own there one you of go those. man mm-hmm. it, 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 it that the only way i can really describe driving it though is like it i just felt connected to it immediately and it just had like a special feel you know it spoke to you but yeah it did it, it felt like an old old honda almost except for like way more awesome <laughs> It just it was just sweet. I loved it. I wanted I want one so much. But, well, I gotta get I gotta get back to work. We're probably into this thing for like a whole show now. Yeah, like forty minutes. Yeah, the, man. Uh, maybe we should put this up tomorrow so people can stock time at the bar. Yeah, actually, yeah, there I'll put go. it up. I'll put it up tonight. Screw it. Okay. Yeah, since we're recording all onto off of Skype, it's easy yeah. for you. Yeah. Bonus. Tom, Tom, if you can just send me a photo of uh, something from from Mosport or from Lime Rock or something with you, or maybe yeah. you know what, I'll just use the uh, the sport car cover. There you go. There yeah, you I go. Have that one that I post. I have the. I have a PDF if you need it. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and send that over to me. Perfect. That's right. So yeah, we'll put the, this up. Uh, what bar? Uh, if people are listening in Cincinnati, what bar? Are they, what bar are you going to? Uh, it's called James Third Base and Mason. Cool. Northern cool. Cincinnati. You got to third base. You didn't get a home run, though? No. Man. Uh, like I said, second place. It's Bummer. All got in me. Always, Bummer. Always a bridesmaid, even, even <laughs> at the bar. 
Gotta run them bases next time, Tom, with that brand new car. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, when's when's the first event gonna be with the car? Actually, I'm car. doing. Uh, we're gonna do a track night, like a pre-track night thing at Putnam with it. Um, oh, sweet! So I I get to turn a couple laps um, into regions running track up uh, from noon to four on the I think the 13th. Cool. And then I'll get to drive it then, and then our track nights that night. Cool. Sweet. That'll be a lot of fun. What's what's that thing run around Putnam, or what, or from what you know? It should be in like the 122 to 125 range based okay. on like what my ITC car did there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not, not crazy impressive, but. I think nice. my Lemons car turned a 127. Okay. My first time there. So that sounds right about ITC pace. Yeah, you'd be right there with ITC, ITB cars. Yeah, the C car, when I got it, did a 23. Okay. So it should, it should be a little slower than that. So probably like a 24. How do you think the driving dynamics gonna gonna compare to your two thousand? What is yours? Two thousand ten, the black one. It's a ten, yeah. Um, from what I understand, it's mostly the same underneath. Um, yeah, that's what I thought. On the valving on the shocks, they worked on the they did uh, different spring rates, I think. Um, but we can actually we can um, adjust the rear to adjust the toe. Um, my car is just fixed, so it's got like an eighth inch of toe in in the back all the time, and can't really do anything about it. So, uh, it should actually be a lot easier to to balance out. Um, Excellent. Yeah, if you got if you have more adjustment back there, that's a big thing to play with. Yeah. Yep, for sure. So awesome. I'm hoping I'm hoping that'll be huge for us, and then um, it's supposed to make a little better power, which based cool. on uh, based on my black car, that'll be helpful. <laughs> yeah, uh, an extra five to ten horsepower would really help. Huh? Yep. That'll put me right in the awesome. game. Well, uh, yeah, maybe we'll, we'll record something in a week and a half or something live at Grid Life. That'd be fun, man. So, there you go. All right, man. I got to jump off and finish up the work for the night and try to mow the lawn before it gets dark. So. <laughs> nice. Uh, always, always busy, man. Always, always busy. busy. Uh, one of these days, if Grid Life ever employs me full time, I can just kick back and do podcasts and slough off all day and then answer emails. Yeah, because day. at that point, you might not have a lawn to mow. Yeah, because I sold the house and I'm living out of an RV because my wife left. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and, and I love my wife, but that didn't sound too bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, I saw I saw a, a mini toter home and a thirty foot or forty foot trailer for sale today for twenty six grand. Ooh, that's it, really tempting. It sold in three hours. Oh man. Yeah. You know, we picked up the one that we were using for for our towing this year. We picked it up for like fifteen. And yeah, we could easily like get RV. 18 back out of it. So you can get one, flip it. it yeah. Especially, it. especially now that, you know, you're a celebrity. Right. Yeah. I've, celebrity I've owned. I literally sat on this toilet. Five <laughs> yeah, Tom, Tom O'Gorman farts have existed on this chair <laughs> in this RV. And, and Blake Meredith and Renee Hines. I mean, this oh, thing's like, man. it's packed full. We call them speed yeah. farts. Speed yeah. farts. Yeah. There you go. Farts? Well, uh, uh, we'll see. <laughs> the the RV looks like it looks like it would be a lot more fun than towing with uh, what did you tow with last year like small SUV uh, a Tundra yeah out to Laguna Seca man it'd be more fun to make pizzas in the RV on the way out to Laguna Seca yeah yep that that's sounds awesome. great man yeah that's big city living man highly recommended we, I don't think I could ever go back yeah and you got a golf cart it looks like and all kinds of pro things things. Well, actually still got this. a golf cart we yeah, should have a golf this, cart yeah. race at at Grid Life. Yeah, nine tenths of uh, of owning a golf cart is just possessing it at the time. So basically, you own a golf cart. <laughs> it's true. So we 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 rent it from this place near us, 
uh, and we kept it in the storage facility behind Full Throttle one night. And uh, the manager of Full Throttle goes back there and he's like, that's my uncle's golf cart. How'd you get that? <laughs> and turns out the place that we were renting it from was lending it to us without telling the guy who owned it, who happened to be one of the Full Throttle employees' uh, uncles. <laughs> so, <laughs> Like, oh, he so wouldn't have ever known that we were we, that someone was using it without permission, <laughs> but luckily we get to keep that's it. So we get weird. to keep using it. So the the right place, right time. Now you get a free golf cart. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. great. Well, we, yeah. yeah, very cool, man. The uh, we'll see you in a we'll see you in a few weeks, and yeah, awesome. I got to sign I'm off. Excited. I got people staring at me here at work. All right, Hi buddies. Well, thanks for letting me. Uh, you guys can <laughs> chit chat afterwards and talk about how terrible my sound quality was. But, <laughs> it was, um, yeah. I, but thanks for dealing with my cell phone. I mean, <laughs> sorry, sorry, everybody. <laughs> All right, buddies. I'll uh, I'll talk to you guys later. All right, we'll see you. All right, man. See you, Adam. All right.